Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. What's up, everyone? Back getting into some shenanigans with someone who I can't believe it's taken three and a half years to get on my podcast. Like I've wanted you on my podcast for so long. I've had your husband on my podcast and now finally here she is. Miss Katie Maloney. Hello. Yay. Welcome. I didn't know that Tom did this. Yeah. I did it at your house. Remember? Janet and I came over and we did it with Tom and Tom. That's right. That was a long time ago. It was pre-pandemic. Well, you asked him before he asked me. No, I think I asked both of you, and maybe you were too busy, and so then Tom was like, well, I'll do it with him. I don't remember Well, here you are now. I would rather have you (laughs) one-on-one anyways. So if you guys are watching Patreon, you see me in this awesome hoodie, which is... Oh, oh my God, I just realized you... You didn't even notice? (laughs) Well, I mean, I just, like, I I walked in off, you know... The streets. I'm wearing Katie's merch. Oh, I love. Yes, where's it um, on the right side? Yeah, so you're gonna oh love my- me. It's this like light purple. What what color would you call it? It's like a heathered purple. Yeah, I was like, is this like periwinkle or is that more kind of like a bluish gray? The official color is heathered purple. Well, I love it. It's got a yellow heart on the sleeve. It says you're gonna love me. So, where did you come up with that name for your podcast? So basically, I wanted to. Because kind of the theme of my podcast is putting a spin on people that you have maybe had a certain opinion of. Okay, you I know? like that. Yeah. Um, maybe you have prejudgments or you've always had an opinion about someone and, you know, kind of saying, well, now you're going to love me. You're yeah. going to love them. You're going to, you know, so it's just I want people to go in with an opinion and have a completely different opinion by the end of each episode. Okay, I like that. You know? Now it makes more sense why you asked me the questions you did. So <laughs> I just, we did a podcast swap this week. So I just did Katie's podcast. And I mean, it's not like I ever like prepare for a podcast or ask right. for questions ahead of time or just go in blindly and then you just answer whatever. Like I'm an open book, I'll answer anything. But when you're like, when was the last time you judged someone? I was like, I mean, I try not to judge people. And then I'm like, I mean, 
obviously we do all yes. judge people. But then I was yeah. like, was it about like, it wasn't like ma or was it this or was that? And I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. Put me on the spot here. I've still been trying to think about that. And I'm like, I mean, I guess we do all judge people. Mm -hmm. It is a very primitive thing that we do. It is to protect ourselves. Yeah. We want to kind of size people up. We want to scope them out. We want to know kind of who they are and how we can, you know, protect ourselves. And it's like self-preservation in a way. Yeah. It, it does kind of go into his danger zone when we get judgy. But it, it is the human condition. Yeah. And I think it's it's different when, you know, like you're saying it to their face or you're saying it like <laughs> online, like behind a keyboard. Like there's different types mm. of judging, you know, like you can just like judge and talk with your girlfriends behind someone's back. And like, I think that's normal. And pretty much everyone does that. And if you don't, you're a liar. It's another thing to go on Instagram and comment some shit judging someone else or like especially with the mom judging the mom shaming that like I just can't like I was saying on Katie's podcast there are I have so many friends now who have kids so whenever I'm talking about my friends with kids I don't just mean Stassi Lala or Brittany I want to make that very clear I have a lot of friends who have kids right. and there's certain things like some of my friends who have you know toddlers kids who are seven eight years old and I see the way they're raising their daughter or son and I'm like you're making the choice that's best for you I know I don't want to do that but I'm like I'm not judging but I feel like it can come off as judging <laughs> because I'm like well I don't agree with that parenting style but that just doesn't work for me that's judging I think yeah so I was like trying to think and I'm like I mean I guess that's judging but I'm not like out there commenting like oh my god you didn't do this with your kid like I'm sure yeah. people judge me for you know piercing her ears at three months but I'm like True. I made the decision that I felt was best for us and yeah I could have waited till one day when she wants to ask for it but I was just like I had mine pierced when I was an infant and I love having my ears pierced so I made that decision and whatever I think yeah. every mom makes the decision that's best for themselves and what they believe and it's not wrong that's the difference you can judge them but their decision isn't wrong they're making what they feel is right for them right I mean anyway. well that's that's the thing we're gonna all walk around being like oh look at that I would never do that oh look at her I would never look at that yeah. I would like look at that car look at that stupid that's stupid and you have to remember that people are passing those same kind of judgments on you. So, oh, my God, um, totally. And it's all tit for tat. Yeah. And it is, you know, it's it's what we do. So it's just, it's it's like a sport. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are, premiere week, season nine. The judging is going to just be back full force this oh week. Oh, my gosh, yes. So exciting. So I have posted for questions. And one <laughs> thing that a lot of people did ask is what was your favorite and least favorite season you filmed? And I was curious about this, too. Oh, gosh. Favorite and least favorite. Or most memorable. Um. Oh, my gosh. It's so hard. I mean... There's been so many now. I know. I, so many options. <laughs> I think... I mean, the first, like, couple seasons are definitely most memorable. I can For sure. I can remember everything about them. I mean, especially, you know, like, season two trip. That one always sticks out to me because Cabo. it was, like... Yeah, because it was the first time we went yeah. on, like, you know, a real, like, legit... We went to Vegas first season, you know, I that was... Invited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, like, we went to Cabo. I don't and, I've never been invited on a Vegas trip. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Um, but like that trip, it was so chaotic and so much happened. It was so dramatic. Oh my God, but yeah. it was just also just so much fun too. We did mm-hmm. like I don't know. I just had such a blast on that, and just we were we were just in these uncharted waters and filming this show, and it was just having a blast and not yeah. knowing what was going to happen, but just throwing ourselves into this crazy, crazy world. Totally. So, I mean, those are definitely so memorable. I mean, it, I know people might be shocked, but, uh, you know, obviously the summer of my wedding, even though it was dramatic mm-hmm. and there was like, you know, me me and Tom, it was still, you know, like we were getting married that season. And I, I think it was because I had so much at stake with my wedding and I wanted things to be perfect and I wanted people to get along. I didn't want there to be, you know, riff with friends. I didn't want there to be wars. Mm-hmm. I kind of put myself in between that all. And yeah. that caused, it kind of probably, probably made things worse. But <laughs> I wouldn't say it was my least favorite, but it was it was just so unfortunate, like watching everything back, being like, oh, yeah, that's, oh, totally. probably, that's probably not how I should have handled it. But it all turned out wonderful in the end yeah and I mean it's all you know like learning lesson and I feel like it is very cathartic watching bad parts of yourself back because oh yeah it it makes you a better person I mean you have no choice yeah but to to, like sit with that and be like I can't I can't repeat that right that would just (laughs) that would be the worst thing in the world I mean it is therapy sessions yeah constantly for sure to sit and watch yourself it's sobering at times especially mm-hmm. to watch yourself be highly intoxicated <laughs> um to just to, to not repeat those things you have to make lessons i'd like to mean i feel like i don't have like regrets of anything yeah. because i turn those into lessons mm-hmm. and i try not to repeat and i and i try to learn something from all of that and try to be you know, do better next time. Agreed. So I want to go back to childhood, Katie. I want to know what was it like <laughs> growing up in Utah, having two brothers and uh, like, did you play sports? Were you a good student? Tell me about little uh, Katie. A little Katie. I wasn't really super into sports, but I wanted to try everything. Like I was like, yeah, oh my god my poor mom she it was constant just like oh here's another check for this and here you know like yeah. another another hobby another camp another this I mean I was always really into like the performance of things the mm-hmm. performing arts I always wanted to take dance I was very into dance and wanted to go to theater camps and like that kind of thing I did try soccer I think I was mostly in it for like the snacks uh-huh <laughs> oh my god they that got like they got like little league the yeah. snack bar was so good. They got no, but they everyone got like orange slices and oh yeah, like after the game. treats. Yeah, it yeah. was like I want in on that, and also I wanted to like wear the jersey. Uh huh. I was terrified of the ball. Yeah, like don't don't kick it towards me. You know, like I wasn't I wasn't like athletic in that yeah. sense. You know, I like to do pretty things. Like yeah, I would say like I like figure skating and dance and those kind. Wait, of things. you ice skated as a kid? Yeah. I would go to the ice rink. I would never, like, learned how to ski or anything like yeah. that when I was younger. So I would, you know, in the winter months, I would going out at the ice rink. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, that was one thing. I rollerbladed as a kid, but I never tried ice skating until I was an adult. I didn't, like, excel great at it, but, like, I liked it. It was, yeah. like, that's, like, that was, like, my thing. And then, I mean, having brothers was interesting, especially also being a middle child because, you know, we, we fought like crazy, but we also got along because we were really close in age. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Joy were very, very, very close. Like Rocky and I like fought like crazy. We still like will get into it sometimes, yeah. but like I love him so dearly. 
Um, but we would like all play and like hang out together. But they were like doing like the boy things, right? Like playing like basketball and like I would like try to play, but they'd be like, ugh, you know. And so they'd be like, oh, and I so I just play like by Barbies by myself. And I'd be like, do you guys want to play? They're like, okay, we're playing Ninja Turtles though. And I'm like, okay, so how do we do that? And they're like, we're to put the Ninja Turtles in the Barbie car and huck it down the stairs. And I was like, all right, I guess this is how we play Barbies. <laughs> together and I'd be like oh and then we'd want to play like live action Ninja Turtles I'd be like okay what who can I be they're like you're gonna be April I was and gonna I was say like, which Ninja Turtle would you oh, no, be no I had to be April oh and, I'd be like, and I was like so what do I do they're like you pretend to report the news and we'll be fighting behind you and I'm like this is some bullshit but I was like all right, like, all right but you know April. I did it but you know we we had fun and like we it was just it was such a good time especially in Utah because we would just be outside all time in the summer all the time, all the time in the summer and trekking camps and, yeah. uh, you know, just playing outside and taking advantage of that. And just, I mean, it was a great, great place to grow up, especially in Park City because it was so small and yeah, safe Yeah, I back love then. it there, just the few times I've been. Yeah, it's we would just like take off all day, be home by dark, like that kind of vibe. Yeah. I missed it. Were you a good student? Did you get in trouble oh, in school? Did you ever um, have detention? No, one time I got Saturday school, but it was awesome because like our, I remember we had this principal and he was, so he was there like overseeing it and we like for two seconds had to clean something, but then he let us play like hide and go seek and gave us candy. And I told my mom about that. She goes, that's not fair. You were supposed that's to be fun. punished. And I was like, <laughs> this is a punishment. I still had to like, I couldn't do whatever I wanted on a Saturday, even though like, you know, we showed up, right. we did something and then, you know, but um, but no, I was I was like pretty good. I the thing is I I didn't do extremely well. I had to like in high school hold a certain GPA for like cheerleading and all that. Mm-hmm. But you know, I had like test anxiety and because that would always like make up a big portion of your grades. I struggled. I would study, I'd do study groups and all that. I would know everything I needed to know. And then when it came to take the test, I would just blink. And yeah, so <laughs> Did you ever cheat in school? No, uh-uh. I was too scared. Good for you. I was too scared. I, I was a good kid. You yeah. know, I was I was too scared to get in trouble. I was too especially cuz like my mom was always friends like in middle school she was friends with Sherry who was at the front desk. <laughs> so I could <laughs> if I got into any kind of trouble, she right. would find out almost immediately so I was like I got to behave. Yeah. Like I can't get into no trouble and I can't hang out with the wrong kids because my mom knew who all the wrong kids were, <laughs> you know. And it was just like I had to like mind my p's and q's and yeah, you know, be on top of my shit. But yeah. I feel like I was the same way. I was like a really good student. I was always afraid of getting in trouble. I remember one time in fourth grade, I had to pull my card, and I was like crying. What does that mean? Like everyone had like a green card, and if you got like in trouble for something, you had to like pull the card, and it was yellow. And then if it was red, you'd get like in big trouble. I don't even remember what I had to pull it for, but I remember that being like a traumatic moment <laughs> for me. I remember yeah. Yeah, the only thing I would get in trouble for was like tardies because I would like dilly dally uh-huh. in between classes, like chatting with my friends. But like that was it. yeah. So you started working at a really young age. You see mm. a photo of you in the first episode working at a restaurant yeah. when you were, what, 13, 14? Yeah, thir- 13. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so your mom owned a Mexican restaurant in Park mm-hmm. City. Yeah, and Baja Cantina. Yes. Oh, my God. I loved that we got to go there when <laughs> we were in Park City for your birthday. Yeah. So fun. So were you like the little hostess? Did you have to bus? What did you do starting out in the restaurant? Okay, when I first started there, I wasn't technically 
allowed oh, to work. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, when I first started, I was um, expediting in the kitchen. So okay. I was, like, filling up salsa cups and, like, the chip baskets and, like, doing, like, things in the kitchen. And then when I was old enough, I started as a hostess. Mm-hmm. And I did a little bit of busing. It was, like, it's a, that's a lot of, like, work. And, right. Like, the guys had to be, like, they had to, like, lift heavy trays. And I was, like, this, like, little scrawny person. And I liked hosting, you know. And then eventually I became a server. But, you mm-hmm. know, my mom was just kind of, like, I wanted to eventually, like, get a car and, like, have a cell phone. My mom's like, mm, how are you going to pay for that? Yeah. You know, I mean, my, my mom was always really great. Like, Christmas time, we always got, like, everything, like, we wanted for, like, the holidays and Christmases. But, you know, if I wanted... You know, I always had to, like, earn money, whether it was, like, chores mm-hmm. or, like, work, you know, understanding, like, work and the value of dollars. So I wanted to, you know, get a job as soon yeah. as possible. And luckily, you know, she had a restaurant. So totally. I would work on weekends and then eventually sometimes, like, after school at nighttime. I mean, I was I was hustling. You're a hustler. <laughs> Did your brothers work at the restaurant, too? Oh, yeah. The whole fam. Oh, I love that. I know. The whole family affair. I, <laughs> so do you think that that first job set you up for just excelling at Sir? Totally. Yeah. My mom wanted me to be an assistant manager and manage, like, and I was mm-hmm. just like, no. I didn't like the idea of, like, being a boss. You know, I didn't want to have that kind of, like, responsibility over people. It, like, And she never gave me, like... She didn't uh, give me preferential treatment, you know? Yeah. I was, it was never like, oh, because you're the boss's daughter. No. Right. And I didn't get, like, special shifts or, you know, sections. It was just, you know, it was very much kind of like seniority there. Yeah. Gotcha. But, yeah, I mean, I think it gave me the kind of experience. Totally. I mean, I still to this day say out of all the restaurants I've worked at that Sir was, like, the best ran restaurant I worked in yeah I'm like do you do you miss it sometimes like obviously you don't like miss like oh my god I need to get five shifts this week or I can't pay my rent or like picking up or swapping or those things but like do you miss it sometimes yeah oh my gosh I, I too we had so much fun we like so much fun. working a shift like sir was not like any other place I worked at we had such a fun time yeah. working there it was you know especially when I first started working there when it was a lot smaller too you know, and we'd have a smaller staff mm-hmm. on at night and we would all like to hang out. And it was just, it was like, not like a, I don't want to say sorority, that's not the word, but it just felt like, like the babysitter's club or something. Right? <laughs> like we were just like all like friends and we'd all hang out. And it was just, I would, I'd be excited to work. I, yeah. got, I was excited to go to work. And, Same. You know, it was just, I always had a really fun time there. Yeah. So yeah, I miss, I miss that sometimes. It never felt like, I mean, I worked at places where it was just so daunting and I dreaded every second of it. Right. How did you start working at Sir? I don't remember how everyone got their jobs there. So I had gone into dinner there actually with Jenna Willis. Oh. Randomly. I'd never been to Sir. And she Uh was like, oh, we're going to go to dinner. And it happened to be at Sir. And I was like, what is this place? Right. It's so pretty. It's so chic. Oh my God. I loved how the servers like wore like dresses and they looked so beautiful. They weren't wearing like ugly button up things with like aprons. Like they looked, you know, they just looked like chic. And I was like, this is the kind of place I want to work. And I was working two jobs. I was working at a cafe, like breakfast style, like that kind of thing. And I was working at Barney's Beanery in Burbank. Mm-hmm. And, you know, working two jobs just to, like, make some ends meet was, like, not the business. 
So Guillermo was there. Yeah. And he was being, you know, being like Guillermo, like going around, asking how everyone's doing, doing his thing. And he had given me his business card. And so I, I emailed him and I was like, hey, like, I don't know if you're, you're hiring, but I would love to work here. I, th- I think he just had me come in. And so I brought my resume in, met with him. And he's like, well, we're not hiring at the moment. And I was like, that's fine. I literally have like two jobs. But if it's a month from now, two months from now, just mm-hmm. give me a call. Like I'll, <laughs> I'll come yeah. running. And I think it was like two months to the day. I was working a shift at Barney's Beanery and I got a message from Natalie. And she's like, hello, Katie, I have your resume. We'd love for you to come in and, you know, start training. And I was like, boom. I like yeah. put in my two weeks like that night. And then shortly after you started at Sir, you had your accident, right? So I had f- completed all my training and I was supposed to start my first like actual shift on the floor mm-hmm. the following night after my accident. Wow. So I was like in the ICU and my mom was there. And I was like, you have to call, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have to call them and let like, them thinking know. Thinking about your restaurant job I, in your yeah, hospital. I'm on a morphine yeah, drip. Right. And I'm like, call, sir, because, you know, I wanted that job. Yeah, and you I just started. been waiting and it was supposed to, yeah. But they were so amazing and they're just like, it's okay. Like, your job will be waiting here for you. Just, you know, get well and heal. And I was like, oh, thank you. No, they're <laughs> always so awesome. So I know. supportive. Yeah. So when you had... Your accident. I remember a few seasons ago, we had talked about some of the long-term effects that that had. I mean, the emotional and the those effects, the mental, yeah, that 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 just yeah. you don't those kind of creep in just over time. You can't really prepare for that. You don't right. know to what extent or how it's going to affect you in what ways. So no, I mean, and I was so just focused on healing physically. Mm-hmm that it didn't occur to me and I was just kind of like at home just chilling it wasn't until I got back into like regular life and into the swing of things and then just kind of like yeah it was it was it wasn't yeah. until like a couple years you know a couple two years it was yeah it until I just started to not I wasn't just I wasn't feeling myself mm-hmm. I couldn't get back to feeling myself yeah. something was just always off yeah basically yeah how supportive was Schwartz in this time when you were realizing, you know, that you just weren't feeling yourself? He didn't know me before. Right, because, yeah, you guys met in 2010. Yeah, he met me about seven months, seven months after. Yeah. So it was, it was hard for him to understand, you know, the, the, difference, right, the difference or what, what I went through or how, you know. So me just kind of describing to him, like, how I felt and what, you know, it, it was – it's hard mm-hmm. to describe to someone. It's it's intangible. You know, it's yeah. it's it's difficult. So he, I mean, he researched it and like was reading things on on how you know brain injuries can have a lasting long term effect on mm-hmm. someone's personality. And so it's hard. But yeah, yeah I, mean, I was happy that he was trying to discover it for himself a little bit. I. I was trying to discover myself. Right. I mean, it's just I had no idea what was going on with me. Yeah. And I still don't, you know. It's still, like, it comes in waves. Mm-hmm. But he is, you know, he's supportive. Sometimes he's like, what, just because you slipped on a banana peel? I'm like, <laughs> you're hilarious. <laughs> so you guys met 
2010. I remember it was like around the same time that Shay and I started dating. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That just, it feels like a lifetime ago. It kind of is. I mean, yeah. 11 years, over a decade, that's. That's so amazing <laughs> that, you know, but like, yeah. especially, I mean, you're the only standing relationship left from the beginning of the show. Yeah. And uh, I mean, to be in the public eye, to be in this life, and to still have such a strong relationship is amazing. I just, I mean, I look up to you guys. I Thank think you. that you both individually are amazing people. And as a couple, like, I definitely think that you guys with, I don't want to say as much as you fought, but just with the level of <laughs> things that have happened, like, on the show and your fights helped me for this season more than ever to be okay with, fighting on camera to be okay with showing that not every relationship is perfect and uh, every other season I've always like you know let's we don't even need to say his name but it was just like my relationship's perfect my life is perfect everything's perfect and it never was and I'm like I took a step back when I decided you know like we are gonna do this show together and Brock's gonna be a part of it mm -hmm. and it was just like but everything isn't perfect with us and am I okay showing that and I was like why wouldn't I be? You know, Tom and Ariana fight, Katie mm -hmm. and Schwartz fight, but that's what happens. That's what happens in life, and that's real. And so yeah. I just love that, not that you guys ever fight, but that you've always been so open about it yeah. and honest because it really did help me, I think, become more myself and more comfortable with being completely raw and vulnerable on camera. So thank you for that. Yeah. I mean, we're not like proud. No, of but, it, that, but, but you still, but, you are just, no, you're so but, open. Yeah. Like, but I mean, we can't, we can't hide it. We no. Because if you, if you try to, it's, it's yes, just, I it's tried. not, it's, I mean, it's not realistic. And yeah. anyone who's saying like, we don't fight, they're, they're lying. lying. And totally. I mean, like, I understand that like Tom and I's fights can be um, a little, what's the word? Mm, I don't want to say the wrong word. So I'll just <laughs> <laughs> it could be a little traumatizing for people yeah. to witness um and people are like they're just miserable well, you guys are both happy. really good with your words yeah, and so I like know. you can just really hit below the belt and that's that is our fighting style and, yeah. it's, and it's not it's not healthy and we know that and we've and we've really gotten away from that and we mm -hmm. understand that like we can't get to that point because like we kind of like black out and we're just like we get to this point where we're like who's gonna win mm -hmm. the, the winning is like who can be meaner we're not listening to what the person's saying because we know we don't mean it. Yeah. So if we're just like saying like, you're so unattractive, this is why I don't want to have sex with you. Because we know that's fucked up to say. So yeah. we're like, that's fucked up. I'm going to say it because right. I'm going to win. <laughs> this is this is going to be the silent killer. It's fucked. And people are like, oh, I can't believe. Yeah, that's I know. That's just your fighting style. It's fucked you up. That's why, that's why That's why. people are like, I never want to get in a fight with me. I'm like, yeah, don't. Because no. I, I don't want to black out. Yeah. I don't want to black out and say some fucked up shit. Because Tom and I, we can take it from each other because right. we know we don't mean it. I don't know that someone else will know that I don't necessarily always mean the things that I'm saying mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh it's that's why I, I've tried to get a handle on the rage and not get to the point where I black out because yeah. if I black out I don't know what the fuck is about to come out of my mouth mm -hmm. and it could be no it's ruthless it's scary <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's not nothing to laugh about but yeah but like yeah Tom and I you know we just try to be like we again like we don't 
I don't care that if people think we're miserable or unhappy. We're very happy. I know. And, you know, yeah. like, again, if, if you think after all this time that we wouldn't, you know, still be together and we still are. So, like, we're good. Exactly. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> what was your first impression of him when you guys met? Um, well, I mean, cause Kristen tried to get us together for so long right? and she was, and I was like, what's his deal? She's like, you know, like actor model. And I was like, Ooh, no, thank you. <laughs> like, especially cause he's just moved here like yeah. a year later. I'm like, he's got, he needs to get, you know, worn out a little bit. You know, <laughs> he's just moved here. He's, he's a little like probably, you know, still trying to do the LA thing. But then I met him and I was like, Oh my God, he's actually really cute. Mm-hmm. But he had a girl with him. <laughs> I was like, who is this oh, little yeah. chick she's with? She goes, I don't know. I've never seen her. I don't know. But he's not like, I know he's not dating anyone because I'm around him all the time. Right. And I was like, okay, well, thanks, Kristen. Or <laughs> like, you know, but we we immediately hit it off. We got along and I could tell that there was like a little like chemistry there. But mm-hmm. once, once we like kind of started hanging out, we definitely were attracted to each other, obviously. Yeah. But we were very much like, I don't want a relationship. We, yeah. we, were, we, were, we were kind of playing hard to get a little bit, but it was undeniable. Well, and I mean, <laughs> at that time, I can't believe still to this day that you and I, like, we used to hang out in the same circle, go to the same clubs on the same nights that we never met. I know. Well, I'm sure we We had paths. to have been yeah. at the same table on the same night and just, oh, like, yeah. not realized I'm sure, it, you know? I'm sure we crossed paths yeah. a bunch of times, but... <laughs> but at that time, I mean, yeah, it was just, like, you know, super single, 2010, like, oh, my God. So long so, ago. Yeah. Yeah. When was the first tattoo you got and what was it? Okay. So it was still in high school, but I was 18. And it's <laughs> so my friend Chris, he was like a really good like artist. And this is doing him such a disservice because he probably could have drawn something way cooler. Yeah. But he was like, you know, a decent artist. So I was like, will you draw like a cool like moon and stars? Because mm-hmm. I want to go to get a tattoo. He's like, yeah, for sure. So he drew a couple different options. And then I picked one, and I got it, like, on my side of my hip. Yeah. And, yeah, it's and now it's, like, kind of blurred together. And I it so looks, many blurred ones from back then. Yeah, it's not as cute as it was. But it's a fun, like, memory because I was, you know, just 18. Right. And, and I think, you know, I, I told my mom I'm going to go get a tattoo, and I don't think she believed me and <laughs> didn't think I'd me. go through with it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun because it's, like, my, like, one of my best friends from high school. Yeah. Did it actually, you know him. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. How many tattoos do you have? Do you know? Um, I know. See, I don't either. I mean, a, a decent amount. Right? I feel like I've been tattooed over 20 times. Oh, not that but many like, times. Like maybe like 10 or 10 times. I, don't, I mean, I have four on my hand. I, I don't know. I like lost <laughs> count. Which is your favorite and which is your least favorite? Are there any you regret and would consider removing? Um, I don't regret any of them because each of them has like a memory attached to yeah. it. You know, that's that's a thing. If he, the only time people like ever like think that way, maybe is if they aren't tattoo people. Mm-hmm. Maybe eventually down the line, um, if they just get real too ugly, yeah, <laughs> to hang on to. But I feel like like the one that's like from when I was eighteen is like not in a visible place, mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter that it's like doesn't right. look good anymore. My favorite ones, I don't know. I mean, I I love my mandala a lot. This one is my my grandma's handwriting. Yeah, I love um, that. And it says "Love you to the moon" because she always signs my cards mm-hmm. that way. So I, I got them. You know, they 
like were able to whatever photocopy her handwriting from a card. Yeah. And then I got that tattoo. That one's really sentimental. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's fun. Like, because it's just, they're like little memories. Like, I agree. Like, kind of imprinted on your body. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Where is your favorite place you've traveled? Well, Iceland was yeah. really, really special. I mean, this is just a magical place. There's there's just no place on earth like it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's unbelievable. It's so breathtaking. It, like, you just, like, as you're traveling around the country, the little island, it's just everywhere you look is just breathtaking I can't wait to go back there and then I mean I can't get enough Paris that's so basic I know but like it's the coolest city I love Paris totally and Tokyo was the coolest place I didn't get enough time there I'd want to go back yeah I that's top of my bucket list I really want to go there you gotta go I was so jealous of y'all's trip but we need it yeah I need it now that we understand a little bit more and like how it works I need to go back and spend more time there There was a question you asked me, and I know we talked about this on your podcast, but I want to ask it on mine too. (laughs) If you could, I thought it was such a good question. If you could tell your future or past self something, which one would it be? But I want you to tell each one something. Okay. Well, my future self, I guess, would have to tell me something. (laughs) Well, yeah, but like, okay, like advice. Yeah, I mean, because for me, I feel like, like I said, this past couple years have been such like a state of limbo of, yeah. of uncertainty. So I would like to just have like a little nugget of just like, this is what to expect. Maybe hopefully something positive because mm-hmm. it's been a bit grim mm-hmm. as of late. So I would like a little piece of like positivity of just like, yeah. hey, guess what? This is something good to look forward to. And then my past self, I would just say, you know what? Like, I mean, it depends on what, what age any age, if you could go back to a time in your life and give yourself like a piece of advice or tell yourself something. You know, probably when I was like a teenager, because like those ages, you know, like the, the the things that seem important are so not, you know, I would just say focus on what you want out of life. Focus on what's important to you. Focus on who you are. Get to know yourself, what, you know, Mm-hmm. what you want out of life I know that seems like kind of big questions for, yeah. for a young person but you know I don't think you're too young to start asking yourself those questions and it's going to change over time but I think the world always feels like it's about to end whenever mm-hmm. you know but like kids can be so cruel when you're young but like they're just kids like don't let those dumbasses oh, get you down you for know sure. don't let the your, your your fights with your friends feel like they're gonna you know crush you and kill you like this shit this shit don't matter <laughs> one day this shit like literally won't matter I and know. you're probably not gonna see like 95 <laughs> percent of these people ever again so yeah. fuck them <laughs> yep fuck them taylor abass wants you to give one word to describe each vpr baby uh, that's I mean, like cute, 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 cute. Right. Um. Okay. What would you say, Hartford? Hartford is she's got some serious. The one word is hard, but she's got some side eyes. She got judgy yeah. eyes. A little sass. Sassy. Yeah. Sassy is a good word for Hartford. I love her. What about Cruz? Cruz is flirty. Yes, that's a good one. <laughs> he is. Ocean. Ocean is elfin. Yeah. She's like a little elfin, like just so little. And Summer. And Summer is smiley. She is. She's, She's really smiley. smiley. She loves to smile. She's a very happy baby. 
So is like Cruz, like that kid. Yeah. Oh my God. He always has a smile on his face. I know, but he's so expressive. Yeah, but he is. He's a little flirt. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Angel underscore Noggle wants to know if you still run Pucker and Pout. Um, Pucker and Pout's like not done. Mm -hmm. It's not shut down. It's not, we have not closed that door. Um, I had to just refocus. You know, I feel like when something isn't fulfilling you or if you feel not bored with it, but I felt like I was hitting a wall with it. Mm-hmm. I needed to switch gears. I didn't quite know where to go with it, what direction. I was kind of feeling like a burnout with it. Yeah. And rather than reach a point where I wanted just to like blow the thing up, I wanted to just say, let's put this on hold. Mm-hmm. Let's not close the door on it. Um, so I don't know. I mean, never say never, but like, right. I just, I just needed to focus on some other things and see what else, um, was out there for me. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I just wanted to explore other things. Yeah. I'm still exploring other things. I love that. Simply David C wants to know what is something you've learned from your past that you try to practice now? Um, counting to 10, breathing, <laughs> letting the moments pass through me, not letting every little thing get to me right yeah (laughs) what's one thing that you want people to know about you like a misrepresentation you think like what do you want to say that I I care the things that I have to say to people isn't because I'm judging them Mm -hmm. or because I know better than them or because I think I'm better than them or because I have an attitude or anything that I say these things because I care and I want the best for people yeah well maybe it's because I think I could help them or you know it comes it comes from a place of like let me help you not make this mistake and I need to let people do things on their own but like it's always coming from a good place yeah you know and I think that's always kind of gets a little bit lost in the sauce yeah no I I really felt that from you this summer which you guys will see. Stay tuned. <laughs> Tuesday nights, 9 p.m., new season. Woohoo! Woohoo! Thank you for doing this. Yeah, Fucking finally. finally. We did it. We did each other's in the same week. Yeah. Knocked them out. So if you guys haven't already, be sure to listen to Katie Maloney's podcast, You're yes. Gonna Love Me with Dear Media. And thank you so much for listening. Talk to you later. Bye. Sheena Shay. Shay FK. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you